For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Mesa, Arizona. Extra innings tied 3-3 Northwestern and the BYU Cougars. Aiden Callahan back out on the mound for BYU. At the plate for Northwestern, number 24, Willie Bourbon, the Wildcat first baseman. He lines that ball into right field, and there's going to be a leadoff single here in the top of the 10th inning. Yeah, good swing there. Got a elevated fastball that he took advantage of and got it good. Now, I want to go back to something that you mentioned early in the broadcast, maybe in the first or second inning, where you were talking about, especially these early games, pitchers are going to have the advantage. It's going to take a little bit of time from a rhythm perspective for a lot of offenses to really feel like they're doing what they'll, they need to do and what they will be doing in another couple weeks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's early on. You haven't seen a ton of live pitching. And um, usually early in the season, it's just guys, guys are trying to fit their role, right? And guys are trying to figure out where they stand. And more importantly, they're trying to do too much. Coach Mike Littlewood out on the mound. He's going to make a pitching change. Aiden Callahan will head to the dugout. We'll take a break, come back, and let you know who will be the Cougar pitcher on the other side. We're in the top of the 10th. It's 3-3. BYU and Northwestern all tied up on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU will use their fourth pitcher of the evening. Number 22, Jared Lesser, makes his way to the mound. He comes in in relief of Aiden Callahan. We're in the top of the 10th. BYU and Northwestern all tied up at three runs apiece. I know there are high hopes for Jared Lesser. I know that the uh, the coaching staff is really excited about what he brings to this team. Yeah, Jared's a junior college transfer from Price, Utah. Good arm. He's He was a starter, you know, at, uh, for College of Eastern Utah for a couple of years. But uh, four-pitch mix guy, and his ball moves every single time, every pitch he throws. He's really talented, and he's a guy that could be you know, a late-game relief guy or a starter. He'll face the freshman, number seven, David Dunn. Redshirt freshman out of Alpharetta, Georgia. 6'1", the Northwestern center fielder. Runner on first, nobody out. 3-3 ball game. Lesser's first pitch to Dunn. Swing and strike one. Nice job by bringing the heat from Lesser on the first pitch. Yeah, I thought they might uh, be in a bunt situation here, but uh, he was out hacking, swinging you first would, pitch. You would think they'd want to get a runner in scoring position and then see what happens, but certainly not on that pitch. 0-1 from Lesser, and there's the bunt. Back up to Lesser. Lesser over to Clough, who was covering the bag wow. and drops the ball. Yeah, hit him right in his chest, and Clough just dropped it. Sue had run up to possibly get the bunt, so Clough covered from second. And on the lesser throw, Clough just couldn't glove it, drops it, and now there's runners on first and second, nobody out. That puts a lot of pressure on Jared Lesser, certainly. Yeah, definitely uh, puts them in a good spot now with first and second nobody. They're calling an offensive timeout here and going to uh, the dugout to speak to the head coach and really figure out what they want to do here. Nobody out. Runners on first and second. Northwestern 
with a great opportunity to go ahead here in the top of the 10th inning of a 3-3 ball game. Nine runs for Northwestern, three runs for BYU. Both teams now with a, an error. Timeout is over for Northwestern. Back to play. Jack Kelly, the catcher, at the plate for Northwestern. Rodas, again, is where you're hoping that uh, you can uh, crash the bun enough to where you can get the lead runner and keep the double play intact. But right now you're definitely for sure looking just for an out, but you'd love to get the lead runner. You could get him to hit that the other way, and he's up there to bunt, and he bunts it down the third base side. Jacobson gloves over to Brian Sue at first. That was Clough covering. Clough makes the catch for the first out. But now there's one out with runners on second and third for Northwestern. Yeah, great execution. Fantastic bunt. Fantastic bunt. Uh, which brings the infield in. At least uh, the left side of the infield is in right now. Right fielder Ben Dickey, the senior from Elk Grove, Illinois, at the plate for the Wildcats. One out, two runners on, runners at second and third. Lesser on the mound for BYU, the fourth pitcher on, of record for the Cougars tonight. Lesser making his first appearance for BYU this season. First pitch to Dickey is called strike one. Yeah, good breaking ball right there. This is a must-strikeout situation, right? You're looking for a strikeout or a pop-up. That's what you want right here. Get a pop-up on the infield, not allow anybody to tag. Get the out and then see what happens. Lesser looking in. Gets the sign he wants. The 0-1 pitch on its way to Dickey. Dickey with a little nubber right up to Jackson Clough at second base. Throwing to home plate and Noah Hill with the tag as the runner slid in right into the tag of Hill. Yeah, I mean, that was a, it was kind of a, a nubber, like you said. Little line drive, one hopper to Clough. And it was a really bad read by the third guy at third. He should have went right away and maybe had a shot but he froze and then decides to go and when you freeze on that you've got to just go back and and great play by Clough to go ahead and make a great throw to Noah and he was out by a mile at the play. There, yeah there was no doubt that he was going to be out as soon as he slid in that was a great job by Clough to get that ball back into the catcher Noah Hill Well now you got first and third right hey you never know Northwestern might try something silly here with the double steal situation got to go pitch to get out Lesser's first pitch it's called strike one. I think he called it's a number ball six, on that Sean one. Goosenberg, the designated hitter. Goosenberg from Encino, California. He's a freshman, 6'1", 180. One ball and no strikes. Runners on the corners. Two out in the top of the 10th. 3-3 three, three ball game. Lesser. Nice job getting strike number two. That's the one thing that's, that's so nice about... Lesser, he's got the fastball at 90-92. Okay, he's got the breaking ball at 74. Then he's got the slider at, at 85. Then he's got even a cutter, you know, 83-84. So it's, it's, it's tough to hit. One ball, one strike. Jared Lesser, his pitch to Goosenberg. Strike two. Goosenberg took a hack right he was, there. He was swinging yeah. for the fences yeah. on that one. But you don't need that right now. You don't need that. It's it's single to take the lead and try to win a, and try to win a game. 
Lesser, one strike away from getting out of this inning. Sending the Cougars to the bottom of the 10th with this an is opportunity where, to win it. This is where Shep, hey, they're going to try to maybe leave early, still stop, try to figure out a way to trick to try to find a way to steal a run here. So watch the trickeration right here. They called a balk, I believe. No, he said step off. Is the They all said step off. Which, hey, in that one, hey, step off. They're trying to get Jared to throw it to second and then run on that and try to make us make an error. I'm okay with, you know, letting him advance to second because the batter's the one that matters, right? The batter the ones that matters. That's the one that all you need is one more, one more strikeout and you're out of the inning. Lesser's one-two pitch. Strike three. He got him swinging. Jared Lesser gets the Cougars out of a jam. And BYU heads to the bottom of the 10th with a chance to win it. It's 3-3 three to three heading to the bottom of the 10th in Mesa on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the 10th underway. Carson Matthews at the plate. First pitch from Josh Levy is strike one. That ball in the dirt evens the count at one ball and one strike. 3-3 three, three game, bottom of the 10th. BYU can win it here. Carson Matthews at the plate. BYU freshman shortstop. And that ball way outside once again. And a great job by Jack Kelly. Get a glove on it. Two and one. Matthews has one of our three hits on the game. And BYU with three hits to nine for Northwestern. Yet the score is 3-3. Pitch in for strike two. Two and two the count to the freshman from California. Just find a way to get on base. Good things happen. Levy with the 2-2 pitch. And Carson Matthews hits that ball deep down the left field line. Just foul. That had home run distance, but it went foul near the left field foul pole. Wow, he took that hanging breaking ball and he just he hit out of here. It just was foul. Probably what a foot or two? Man. Maybe two feet at the most. Yeah, unbelievable. He got all of that. You know he'd love to have that one back. Oh man. I think he's saying, hey, you can go ahead and give me that exact same pitch. Yeah, no kidding. That one's not coming. Two two the count. Matthews with a ground ball past the shortstop into center field. Carson Matthews now at first base with nobody out. Nice job by Carson. To get on base. Fantastic job right there. Hey, got the same pitch again. He did. Just he a did. little bit more outside so he couldn't pull it, but went right back up the middle. Great piece of hitting. Great swings from Carson in back-to-back appearances there. One that had home run distance. It was just foul. And then a single past the shortstop into center field. And BYU has something going. And Northwestern's seen enough. They're going to have a pitching change. Josh Levy will head to the dugout. We'll take a quick timeout. We're in the bottom of the 10th. 3-3, BYU with a runner on first and nobody out. We'll have more BYU baseball coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. New skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Northwestern has handed the ball off to number three, Nick Pachorik, the right-handed pitcher. He's a junior from Sherman Oaks, California. So this, uh, this player right here is very fascinating to me. I've been watching film for months now leading up to this, and he was a catcher last year. Okay, He's converted to catcher who, 
So we've got a report on him in the fall that he's 90 to 95 miles an hour. So decided that, hey, you know what, I'm going to pitch. So he's a guy who throws gas, doesn't have a ton of innings in his career. I don't think he pitched a lot last year. But uh, definitely a guy who uh, is very interesting. Long, lean frame with uh, an arm like that makes things uh, kind of fun to watch. Yeah, 6'2", 195. He inherits a base runner at first. That's Carson Matthews, who came awfully close to sending this game to an end with a walk-off home run. It went foul, but not by much. And he followed that up on the very next pitch with a single into center field. And he's now at first base with nobody out. Is it a guarantee we'll see a bunt here? Yeah, that's the thing. Is uh, Coach Little was not notorious for, for bunting guys first to second. But in this situation where you have... Mitch McIntyre on deck, and Jelly's a good bunner. And then if not Mitch, it's Brock Hale. So it's two good hitters in a row with a chance to, to win the game with one swing. So I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe gives Jelly one pitch to see what he can do and then goes from there and says, all right, hey, we're going to bunch you. Danny Jelilich, Cougar center fielder at the plate. Carson Matthews at first. First pitch from Pachorik. On its way, and Jelilich showing bunt. Third baseman coming in. That pitch outside for ball one. 93 miles an hour. Definitely different for the hitters because the fastest fastball going into today, going into this at-bat for any of our hitters is 89 on Northwestern. So definitely a change. I'm not sure that Pachorik wants to pitch away if BYU is willing to give him an out. That pitch in. Fouled off the bat of Danny Jelilich as he was looking to bunt once again. Well, this is where you have to execute. Evens the count at one and one. This is where coach gives the, the hitter an option here. If they charge too hard too early, you have the opportunity to pull back and slash. So uh, we'll see if Danny does something like that because that on that last one, the third baseman came in hard. Really right here, you want to bunt it to first, right, with that third baseman crashing and force him to make a play. Um, just get away from that third baseman and pitcher and, and give you the best chance to, to advance that runner to second. BYU with an opportunity to win it here in the bottom of the 10th. It's 3-3. Three 2-0 three. count. I thought they called that last pitch a strike. I thought they called it a foul. Off it is a foul. Um, the scoreboard didn't catch. It's going to be 1-1. One one. The count is 1-1 one one to Danny Jelilich. Right now not showing bunt. Matthews at first. Nobody out. Now they've corrected it. It's now one and one according to the scoreboard. Jelilich does show bunt. Maxwell inching his way up from third base. Jelilich bounces that one foul. Count now one and two. Do you take off the bunt now? Yeah, coach is not a big two-strike bunt guy. He's a he's like, hey, you put yourself in a situation now, get yourself out of it. Getting Matthews to second base is imperative. And I don't mind Danny Jelilich swinging the bat. He's already got a triple in this game. His first plate appearance of the season was a stand-up triple. He doesn't need that now. It's a 1-2 count. Pachorik's pitch to Jelilich. That ball's popped up, going foul. First baseman over in foul territory to make the catch, and that's one away. Yeah, that's frustrating right there. You've got to execute, give ourselves the best chance to win. Danny's frustrated right now. See him just kind of hit his helmet on his knee pretty hard, like, come on. 
Mitch McIntyre at the plate now with one out and runner on first. Most of the crowd has stayed. Well, of course they are. Most for both teams. 95% of them are, are family, <laughs> <laughs> usually, in these travel these games. Travel games? Yeah. You got a lot of BYU fans down here. First pitch to McIntyre, swing and a miss for strike one. Yeah, swung at a ball there, a little too pumped up. This is where you're still not, you're not looking to leave the yard. You're looking for just another hit and, and get Brock Hill up. But if you do hit one in the gap, right, Carson really has some speed that can score from first. And this goes to what Coach Littlewood was talking about, being able to be aggressive on the, the base pass yep. with the speed that this team has from top to bottom. 0-1 pitch, Pachorik to McIntyre. Called strike two. McIntyre in the hole, 0-2. Matthews at first. We're tied 3-3 in the bottom of the 10th. One out. BYU scored in the bottom of the first and didn't score again in the bottom of the 8th where they tied the game up at 3-3. 9-4 hits in favor of Northwestern. Pachorik is the fourth pitcher for Northwestern. His 0-2 pitch to McIntyre is low for ball one. Nice job of being patient if you're Mitch. Just a little rollover in the four hole here. As you mentioned, Brock Hale on deck. Find a way to get, even if you get it out here, be a productive out to at least advance Carson. Pachorik, his pitch outside, gets past Jack Kelly, the catcher, and Carson Matthews on his way to second. Yeah, good ball and dirt read right there. Carson saw the breaking ball breaking down low in the dirt, and as soon as he saw it hit off the, the chest protector, he took off, took off to second. It's great awareness by Matthews to see that ball immediately get away, and he wasted no time making his way to second base. Well, you know, I was in watching in warm-ups, Northwestern's arms weren't great in the outfield. And so a base hit here, uh, coach is going to send him. Obviously, you're gonna, you're, you want to win the game and send him that way, but there's definitely a, a better probability of scoring, even though the, the outfielders are playing not as deep. Pachorik's pitch to McIntyre. He hits that line drive into center field. Dunn playing it perfectly. Moves up a couple of steps to make the catch. Now there's two outs with a runner at second base for the Cougars. Yeah, hit it hard. Did everything he could right there. Hit it real hard. A base Just hit from Brock Hale is going to win this game for BYU with the speed of Carson Matthews. I'm really curious how they're going to pitch him. You've obviously got a base open at first. You don't have to pitch to Brock. Yeah, they're not. They're and they're not. On. Yeah. They held up the four fingers and say, we just want to walk him. By the way, do you like that as opposed to having to throw the four pitches? Uh, right. N well, a lot of times I'm like, nah, not necessarily. But for the speed of the game and whatnot, yeah, I mean. I'm a big fan of just holding up the four fingers yeah. and not wasting the time. For sure. That puts Brock at first, Carson Matthews at second. And the batter is BYU second baseman Jackson Clough. And Clough, who had that air that didn't end up hurting us last inning, has a chance to, to win a ball game. 
Pachorik. His first pitch to Clough. It's called strike one. Jackson taking that pitch. Looked a little low. Bottom of the 10th in Mesa. 3-3 the score. Cougars with two on. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade on the broadcast with you. The 0-1 pitch to Clough. He hits that into the gap. That's going to drop. And the Cougars are going to win it on the RBI from Jackson Clough. Carson Matthews comes around to score. And BYU wins in the bottom of the 10th, 4-3. Baby, baby, baby. Big time, Jackson. My goodness. Awesome right there. That's when I love it where, hey, they go ahead and they just walk Brock Hill and says, oh, we're going to face this guy because we don't want that guy to beat us. And then you just stick it right down their throat and hit a nice hard line drive and win a ball game. Well, and to your point, the error that Jackson made did not it didn't, come back it to didn't hurt come back BYU, to hurt us. but no. you know that was something he was wanting oh, yeah. to make good on. Absolutely. And so the fact that he was able to have the game-winning RBI, what a great night for Jackson Clough and a great win for the BYU Cougars. We'll come back and talk about it on the other side. Cougars begin 2019 with a W. They beat Northwestern here in Mesa 4-3 to in extra innings. We'll have the Cougar postgame show, Cougar Postgame Live, coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.